0: Paxton Quigley is rolling out the green carpet, talking to the creme de la creme of innovators and influencers who are shaping the world of cannabis and culture. Welcome to High Society with Paxton Quigley.
1: Hello to all of you cannabis aficionados, and welcome to High Society with Paxton Quigley. Today, we have a special guest, Courtney Trop. One of the biggest fashion influencers and bloggers whose popular Instagram site, which is called Always Judging, has over 340,000 followers and is growing every day. Now, Courtney is using some of that expensive, I should say not expensive, but expansive influence of hers to introduce another popular trend. And that's CBD. CBD the non-psychoactive chemical compound in cannabis. Courtney, who's familiar with the benefits of cannabis, has created her own CBD product. It's a tincture. It's called Stevie, after Stevie Nicks of Fleetwood Mac. And Courtney recently sat down with our friends at Playboy magazine to discuss her lifelong relationship with weed, and she's agreed to do the same with us here at High Society. Courtney's interview with Playboy is called Courtney Trope wants to make you feel better one dropper at a time. And we're lucky to also have the rest of the creative team with us today who worked with Courtney on the article. And what a fantastic group it is indeed. And this reminds me of my days as an executive at Playboy Enterprises when I worked directly with Hugh Hefner and his daughter, Christy Hefner. And I also worked with a number of playmates, and also with the photo department with the famous Marilyn Grabowski. And most notably, I have to admit, with Hefner's second wife, Kimberly Conrad. Anyway, I can't reminisce right now, so let's get started. Courtney, tell us about your new CBD product and what made you decide to develop it. First
2: of all, hi, everybody. Thanks for having me here today. I'm really excited. Um, it's been a journey. <laughs> we started coming up with the idea for High Stevie about two years ago, and we actually didn't plan on launching during COVID, but that's what happened. So here we are. It's been a ride this year. Um, I want to start out by saying since the pandemic happened this year, it's been more rocky of a ride than we thought Um, So this year, like any sales, anything we've done this year, I'm just taking it in as like a bonus and an extra. I feel like it's a year to really have like a trial and error and just like establish the brand and who we want to be and kind of like take it to market, but not really go full force yet. So next year is really like the year that we're going to be going full force.
1: That's good. Now, um, I'd like to know, you know, how long does this take to do and, and where did you get the information? And I understand that your, your partner, your business partner, Renslow Franco, is uh, here with you today. So, uh, Renslow, can you tell us how this all came in terms of development and how, was it difficult? And did you have to uh, uh, try it on many people to decide whether this was the one for, for you?
3: Yeah, well, um, I'm a I'm a cannabis user and a CBD user myself. Um, just going through trial and error, um, developing different products, uh, and something that like I liked uh, the sustainability aspect of it, um, and uh, just wanted to wanted to like make something that like you know we we like and that also tastes good.
1: Okay, so. Um In terms of of how many different uh, chemicals or whatever, your formulation, you know, how did you put it together? Because I know right now there are a lot of different tinctures out there. So the question, you know, I really want to ask you is... Why do you think your product is probably the best out there and can make people everybody feel calm and happy? What's what's in it? Can you, well, we can add, you give uh, the secret away?
3: Yeah, we add a, a specific blend of uh, terpenes. Um, so we have like a terpene mixture that's high that's high in beta carotene that has like the you know anti-inflammatory aspects of uh, of the terps, of the terpene.
1: Okay. And, um, and uh, how are you recommending people take it uh, when they get up in the morning? How many times a day?
3: Yeah, I mean, as desired. I mean, I take it, I take it in the morning. I sometimes put it in my smoothie. Um, I have also put it in my coffee before. Um, yeah, just it just depends. I mean, we've actually even put it on fruit also, like mangoes.
1: Really, and do you do you use it uh, also for sleeping? Would you say that before you go to sleep, you take a, a a drop or two?
3: Yeah, definitely.
1: Do you think it actually? I know there are a lot of people out there, especially you know now with the COVID, they're they're complaining I can't sleep, but you know I don't get enough sleep. Do you think that uh, Stevie would would be helpful for that? I I think so. A
3: lot of people, a lot of our customers have uh, used it for sleep. Um, Courtney uses it for sleep as well. Um,
2: Can I chime in here? I actually have a lot to say about this. So yeah, so when I started Stevie, I started it because, you know, in fashion, um, we travel a lot. We don't get much sleep. It's really stressful. There's a lot of like social events and, you know, there's people that deal with social anxiety so I I started taking cannabis. I mean I've taken cannabis my whole life and I started taking CBD probably like 5 years ago I want to say, but it really it really came into play in my fashion career because I do struggle with social anxiety and I do struggle with sleep and anxiety in general and it's hard for me to be in fashion and do what I do without cannabis and CBD as a vehicle to drive my career. So that's why I started this and All those reasons are the reasons that people take CBD. And also um, women struggle with really bad, some women struggle with really bad um, menstrual cramps. And I do myself, actually. They're debilitating to the point where I won't be able to, like I'll have to take off a day of work because of them. So it's really helped me with cramps also. And these are, like I said, these are all the reasons that people are CBD users today. And when it comes to the dosage, it doesn't really matter how much you take of it. It's more of like a trial and error right now. You have to just like anywhere from one to, I would say one to three full droppers every time you use it. I would say that's probably where I'm at. Um, with all the laws and everything that go into cannabis, it's really hard to actually tell people what it does. You can't really make statement. You can't have statements. And um, like there hasn't been stu- like studies yet that are, approved um because it's not federally legal. So you can't make these these um what's the word I'm looking for, Renzo.
1: Well you can't make claims. You can't claims. make claims, claims.
4: right? Claims. Claims. Yes. a little brain moment.
1: Claims. You can't make claims. So I
2: can't actually say on my website like CBD will help you with anxiety. Take three drops. CBD will help you with sleep. Take this many drops. You kind of have to like tiptoe around a little bit. And that's why I wanted to start this whole brand and create a community where people could talk to each other. Almost like I, I, you know, I don't want to compare myself because they're the absolute cream of the crop, like the top of the top, but Glossier, they've started this whole community and I've been watching them very closely And I just, I love the sense of community and how people, you know, in one podcast, Emily was talking about how in waiting in line for the pop-ups, like people can meet and talk to each other and discuss beauty or what they're going to buy. And I kind of want to do the same thing on social media.
1: Oh, that's great. Now, this is maybe a little bit personal, but I know that you've uh, at least admitted in the the Playboy article that uh, you've smoked cannabis for a number of years. Uh, Does it make you feel, would you say, more energetic and creative? What does it do for you? It's interesting because
2: before this year and the lockdowns and everything, I actually was taking Adderall for ADD. And especially during fashion month, I was like upping my dose so much. And I would find myself like missing words or like looking for words when I'm at an event or something like I'm not able to focus. So it was actually counteracting, not doing the right thing. Like after all these years, I realized that I actually needed to be smoking cannabis to relax my brain so I can turn on and work. And I was for all these years doing the wrong thing. So it, it was during quarantine that I, w- I decided I was going to stop um, taking Adderall and just play around and see what was going on in my brain. And I started smoking more pot during quarantine. And I realized that my productivity level was higher than it was before. Really? In a sense, like not running around and doing errands, because obviously like there's not much to do, not in that sense. But in a sense of getting work done and being creative and answering emails and just like being tapped in to the subject that I'm working on like that minute at that time, it would help me focus.
1: So you, so your concentration uh, <laughs> it became very strong rather than being so-called very weak, would you say? Exactly.
2: So now I ditched the Adderall for good, and I'm just smoking cannabis.
1: <laughs> oh, good. Good. I'm happy to you're, hear you're off Adderall. We need to take a break, folks. Talking to Courtney Trope, whose interview appeared recently in Playboy magazine. So don't go away. We'll be right back to hear more from Playboy.
0: More High Society with Paxton Quigley coming up after we hear from our privileged sponsors.
3: 2000- Garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com.
0: Paxton Quigley is back talking to the connoisseurs of cannabis and culture on High Society, only on CannabisRadio.com.
1: Welcome back to High Society with Paxton Quigley and our conversation with Courtney Trop and her creative and editorial team. Wait, let me do that over again. I don't like the way I said team. Welcome back to High Society with Paxton Quigley and our conversation with Courtney Trope and her creative and editorial team from Playboy magazine. Uh, now I, you also said in the Playboy uh, piece that uh, you actually grew up around uh, uh, marijuana smoking. That your father, uh, you each actually said, was a pothead. Can you kind of give us a little, a little uh, story about what was that? What that was all about.
2: Yeah, I I won't go into too much detail because I don't want to get in trouble by my parents.
1: <laughs> oh, your parents? Okay. I
2: don't want to get in trouble, but. Yeah, my dad is a big pot smoker. He's been my whole life. Um, he was involved in some cannabis activity in Pennsylvania. It's very illegal in Pennsylvania, by the way. So growing up, like at the beginning, when I was like really young, I kind of had like a negative connotation around it because I was just told like, you know, dare, don't do drugs. Like it's like beat into your head, especially in Pennsylvania. Um, so yeah, I always felt weird about it, but in my interview, like I said, you know, it just took like one boy that I had a crush on that was like smoking pot and then I wanted to try it. And then here I was, I was a late bloomer because I didn't start right away when all my friends were smoking pot because of this, like, you know, this, it was a little trauma. You know, I had a little trauma about weed and then I started smoking it and then it was fine. And one time my dad found my pipe in my car he gave it back to me. And he's like, don't tell your mom. Cause my mom is like very straight laced. Like she's only smoked pot once in her life. And she said she vomited everywhere. Wow. And yeah. She like has a really weird relationship with marijuana. So my goal is to get her on the CBD Like I sent her some of my CBD and she loved it. So I'm trying to get her on the CBD. And then, you know, my mom's like a little neurotic sometimes. She needs to, you know, I feel like cannabis would be good for her.
1: Oh, good. Well, we're gonna get her there.
2: We're gonna make it happen.
1: You're gonna, you're gonna get her there. That's okay. good. When I looked at the piece on, online and saw all the photography, it was, it was quite, quite marvelous. And um, can you kind of tell us uh, what happened during the photo shoot? And I'm sure it was longer. Was it longer than you know, a couple of hours? Tell us uh, how it went.
2: So I've known Miriam for, I want to say. Actually, I met her this year. We've had mutual friends and I've known about her work for a while. I love her. She's very talented. So I've been, we've been following each other on Instagram and we've been trying to like meet up and do something together for a while. And then we finally met up in Milan. Um, I went to the Gucci show and she works a lot with Gucci and she came to my hotel after the show and she shot me in my look. So that's where I met her and her boyfriend who kind of helps her sometimes when he's around, when they're traveling together And so I met her there and then we shot again in Paris and we've kind of just stayed in touch. And then she got stuck here for quarantine in L.A. from Germany. So we started to work on some projects together and she said that it was always a dream of hers to have her work in Playboy. So she reached out and she pitched the whole project and she thought it would be interesting to kind of add the aspect of Stevie into it and kind of like combine the two and we ended up shooting in la i think the shoot was around six hours i want to say but she's so creative that orb like i I met her um well she came to my house and we shot at my house first and then we went to meet her boyfriend uh renzo what's the place we shot i can't remember
3: um i want to say griffith park
2: Okay, yeah, and that was a
1: Batman film there or something? Oh,
3: yeah, no, it was the Bronson Caves. um, Oh,
1: the Bronson Caves, they're famous. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, off of Bronson Avenue, yeah.
2: So we shot in the Bronson Caves. Her and I went from my house to meet her boyfriend, and he was just carrying this, like, huge orb. Like, it's a piece of furniture. It's those orb chairs that have, like, the... um, the chains attached to the ceiling. So they borrowed one of their friends. One of their friends had this orb and he met us there with it. And we carried it like up this hill to shoot and there were people around and I don't know, like you saw the piece. So like, obviously I'm wearing like half clothing and there, everyone's <laughs> like staring. They're like, Whoa, what is that? What's going on up there? Like, Oh really? <laughs> massive orb. Yeah. And it's like, it, cause it's heavy. It's like a huge lucite orb. Um, and it was fun. We shot for like an hour at sunset, but I, I would have never been able to come up with that idea. Like, She's super. T- she's super creative and talented, and I love the way she sees the world, and I love the way that her photos turn out.
1: Now, does she? Uh, <laughs> is she uh, just work for Playboy, or does she do a lot of other photography?
2: No, she basically works in the fashion industry. She's a fashion photographer. She shoots a lot of. She shoots some street style stuff, and then a lot of editorials. Um, yeah, her work's really cool. She shoots mainly fashion people, some music.
1: That's interesting. That's yeah. really interesting. Now, Erica Lowry is, is with us. I know you're <laughs> the creative director for, for Courtney's shoot. And the photo ga- gallery is clearly an awesome component of the story. What went into all of that effort? I know, you know we've talked a little bit, but how did it all come about? And-
5: well, um, I've been following Courtney for years. And I, I love how unapologetically herself she is it's something that you know we really value at playboy too just the authenticity and freedom um so when miriam pitched the piece she's also a photographer i've had my eye on um it was just perfect i think you know the the mood board the the outcome of the shoot it was just so playboy and so beautifully curated we we just like it was just harmony it was perfect
1: Oh, that's good. Now at Playboy, uh, do you have any so-called uh, people that are actually on staff, photographers are on staff, or do you use, uh, you know, different people depending on obviously who you're shooting or the location? How how does that work now with Playboy?
5: We have um, one staff photographer, uh, but we honestly work with photographers from all over the world. And uh, it's really, you know, unique and intentional to each piece who we work with. So the fact that Miriam and Courtney were working together already and had this relationship, it, it really did make the, the whole photo set, I think, even better than, than if we arranged it. You know, it was very natural and, and beautiful.
1: And um, what's coming up next? <laughs> um, the next photo shoot, can you tell people?
5: You'll have to stay tuned, I think.
1: <laughs> you have to stay tuned. <laughs> OK, I, I certainly understand that. that. Um, now, um, is is Tori there, by the way? I Tori. am. You know, once a, a journalist friend once told me, your editor is your best friend. And uh, I know you're an associate editor at Playboy magazine, and, and you're obviously a, ter- a terrific writer and a, and a brilliant editor. Uh, what was it like working with Courtney on this piece uh, that you did? Can you well, give us some insight and some some yeah, gossip or whatever you want
6: to call it? Um, so I contacted Lisa Beeb, Beeb and um, I had her interview Courtney for this. And so when it came back to me, you know, I got to read it. And I think what really drew me about their their conversation was, how Courtney talked about how CBD helped her with her anxiety and with her cramps that really stood out to me. Um, I think that was kind of a similar way that I came to cannabis and CBD. You know, I've struggled with really bad cramps too, and, um, have anxiety. And I've always kind of wanted to stay away from like the prescription medicine world. I just, something that just kind of turned me off. And when I heard that cannabis could really help with anxiety, that it was just such a game changer for me. So when I heard Corny's experience, I just thought it was really powerful for readers to be able to get this firsthand account of how it's helped someone.
1: Mm. Well, that's nice to know. Now, in the time that we have left, can, can you tell our listeners what's coming up next in, uh, in Playboy's new cannabis content hub? Can you tell us more about that um, yeah, we have lots coming up. As you talked to um, one of our
6: writers, Andrew D'Angelo, yes. he does a lot of cannabis content for us, and um, you know we're always working with people who are involved in this space and wanting to hear their experiences, wanting to hear you know what's new with regulations. And um, I think we've just always supported this content, and we just want to keep following it and bring it to the mainstream still, because I think it's still something that has a stigma
1: around it. Oh that's good We need to take a break folks This is High Society with Paxton Quigley And we've been speaking with people At Playboy magazine And especially we've been talking to Courtney Trope Whose interview appeared recently In Playboy magazine So don't go away We'll be right back to hear more from Playboy And how her Playboy article Was put together
0: More High Society with Paxton Quigley Coming up after we hear from our Privileged sponsors
4: Life's a little sweeter here on Dazed and Infused.
3: and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana llama out.
4: Got to tend to me on you channel. Know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Candid, captivating, compelling. Welcome to Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina.
2: Welcome got to Cannabis
4: again. Conf. Oh, you got me again. All right.
2: I got again.
4: You got me again. Welcome to Cannabis okay. Confidential. Ah! <laughs>
2: hey, we did it. We did it. Hey, Welcome. Confident.
4: I have the coolest guest today. You guys already know the one and only Tommy Chong. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Cannabis Confidential.
0: Paxton Quigley is back talking to the connoisseurs of cannabis and culture on High Society, only on cannabisradio.com.
1: Welcome back to High Society with Paxton Quigley, and we've been talking to the people at Playboy magazine. Can you tell us uh, when when will the so-called I want to say uh, uh, new issue go up on on online uh, with all this stuff?
6: Well, we've just been doing things digitally lately just to reach a wider audience and we just publish things every day. So it's just kind of an ongoing thing, you know?
1: Now, do you think that... Uh, there's anything left of the so-called old Playboy. You know, when I worked there, uh, you know, going to the Playboy mansion was the thing to do and everyone wanted to get an invitation. And when I had a party to go to, I could, I could practically get any guy to go with me. Um, it is, you know, and, and, there, it, it had a lot of sex, you know, that that was the, the one thing that it had going was, you know, sex, sex, sex. Uh, is, is that still part of Playboy now, would you say?
6: I would definitely say so. I think we've kind of always maintained that identity and just continued to, like, expand as time has gone on. But I think, like, when you flip through the magazine or you go online, what I love is that you have all this diverse content just kind of living next to each other. You can go from like a pictorial of a Playmate to a 10,000 word interview with a, like a leading intellectual of the day. So I love I, I think that's something that I was drawn to when I decided to work at Playboy, um, that it's just such this wide breadth of content and just talking about what's important and still being fun and playful.
1: I know that Playboy is still supporting in some way national organization to reform marijuana laws. I believe that's correct. I know we've been, um, you know, involved with the organization
6: since they were founded and, you know, we've kept in touch. And I believe that our foundation has been trying to do charitable work with them. I'm not quite sure though, but I
1: believe they were looking into that recently. And are there other issues that uh, uh, you're involved in other social issues uh, that you've gotten involved in, you know, like, like a normal
6: yeah, I mean, from, as you know, since you worked for Playboy, we've always been involved in so many different social movements and, um, like, civil rights and women's rights and LGBT rights. So that's stuff that kind of guides us to this day still, that we're always thinking about how we can support these movements. And um, I think Playboy's always tried to be a platform for people. And I think that's, that was the case with Courtney's um, shoot and... Q and A was that it, we wanted to give her the platform to talk about something that was important
1: to her. And we're always trying to keep those conversations going. This has been a fabulous and informative conversation and uh- Indeed, a, a window into how Playboy articles are written and what's happening with the photography. And so I want to thank all of you for being with here, being here with us today. And and I'd love to have you come back again if you've got uh, uh, any uh, news that you want to share, uh, views. We, we'd certainly love to have um, you, you back on. And so I want to thank you all uh, for being here today. And uh, and you did, you did a fantastic article featuring Courtney for, for Playboy magazine. So that's great. And I want to give a shout out to Playboy for its consistent and generous support for legal cannabis and damn good journalism. So thanks again for being on the show. That's our show today. And we hope you all enjoyed it. Folks, please remember that my novel, Just Try Me, is available on Amazon and paperback and Kindle. And to all of our listeners, please visit us on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. by going to High Society with Paxton Quigley. Please stay healthy, stay home if you have to, and stay in touch. I'm Paxton Quigley.